What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Home with the Cousins. We are back with the next episode of our KBiz series, sponsored by the National Kitchen and Bath Association. The first three companies we are talking to that are giving us a preview of what they have in store for KBiz 2018 are LK, Cabico, and the Natural Stone Institute. We have each of these companies' websites and social media handles listed in the show notes for anyone who's interested in checking out more of these products. And for the industry professionals who will be in attendance at the show, we've included each of their booth numbers as well. So let's jump into it. All right, guys. So next up, we've got LK Manufacturing. Uh, LK is family-owned since 1920. They've been making innovative products and delivering exceptional customer care for almost a century. While proud to be America's number one selling kitchen sink company, LK expanded its commercial offerings more than four decades ago and today delivers faucets, food service fixtures, water coolers, drinking fountains, including the award-winning Easy H2O, which, by the way, is at my gym and I absolutely love, uh, their bottle filling stations, uh, in addition to world-class stainless steel and quartz sinks. And LK Wood Products is one of the top cabinet manufacturers in the American marketplace with industry-leading brands such as Medallion Cabinetry. So today, we've got Mark and Sharon with us, both senior product managers at LK. Mark is a senior product manager of alternative materials, and Sharon is a senior product manager of stainless steel sinks and faucets. We got you guys with us? Yes, we do. Hi, how are you? All right. Hello, guys. How are you guys doing? Hello, hello. Okay, I'll jump in. uh, This is Mark, obviously. Yeah. Uh, When we talk about alternative materials, um, LK is such, you know, history has been known for a stainless steel company. Um, so when we talk about alternative materials, at least within LK, you know, it covers things like, you know, quartz, fire clay, anti-camera copper, glass, and porcelain, uh, which we're all, you know, we're making kitchen sinks out of. Yeah. Uh, or planning on making sinks out of. Well, and, and so if you haven't seen manager, the quartz sinks, man, they are, guys, you got to check them out because they are bad ass. I mean, I absolutely love them. Yeah, and I want you guys to know, in, in my house, I have quartz sinks, so from firsthand knowledge, unbelievable. So Great. Um, and, and I think it's one of those things, and, and definitely want to expand on that a, a little more um, as we're talking here, because I think a lot of people don't know what they are. At least when I was putting them in my house and I was letting my fans know, everyone's like, a quartz sink? What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Um, so it'll be cool to give some information and people understand the properties, the colors, everything that, that comes along with it. Definitely. We'll go through that as we start to go through the, uh, the new product that we're going to be launching at KBiz. Um, interesting enough, I mean, you know, that whole marketplace has just exploded in growth over the last several years. Um, and LK has, you know, obviously picked up on that trend. And so at KVS, you'll see what we're going to be talking about with respect to colors, materials, um, and expanding the product line. And so I'll turn it over to Sharon, and she can talk a little bit about her background as well. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. Well, I'm Mark's counterpart on um, the stainless steel businesses, as you said. And um, as exciting as quartz is, and you're right, they're seeing huge growth there. We're seeing some segments of stainless uh, grow also. So. We're very excited about what we're going to be showing at the booth this year. Um, we have a really extensive array of, of new products. Uh, we're going to be highlighting our 2017 expansions as well as uh, new 2018 innovations in stainless and alternative materials for the kitchen um, and also outdoors. I mean, when you walk through the booth, you're going to see some really interesting stuff for our outdoor business. We also make um, custom sinks at okay. I'm not sure if you guys know that, but it might be of interest to you to know that in the stainless end of the business, 
if you can give us dimensions and specs, we can make it for you. So we're going to be showcasing that. And then also we're going to have some of what you said are your favorite, uh, some of your favorites, the refilling water bottle stations will be there also. Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, my gym put one in recently and it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I've been using refillable water bottles for a while okay. now, just obviously trying to be green and do my, my own personal part. Um, and uh, it's it's really a great a great system. Before we go that way, though, because obviously KBiz is more focused kitchen and bath homeowners, and and that's where our listeners uh, stem from. I need to understand what we're talking about with this interchangeable apron front sink because when you're talking about being able to transform the look inside your home after an installation is done and you can actually get a different look without having to do new plumbing, replace the entire sink. I mean, I can't say as I've heard of anything quite like this, and I'm I'm very, very intrigued to understand more about it. And I was scouring oh, your, yeah. your website, and I know it's not out yet, so that's why. So everybody it's not under- out yet. It's not out yet. So everybody, that is why KBiz is so important. Yes. Because you get to see these cool products that are coming out for 2018. We're letting you know about them now. So as soon as it hits the market, you're going to want to get this and check it out. Well, you're right. There is nothing like it out there. And really, this was a um, uh, pet project that uh, we've been working on for about a year now. To your point, um, if you want to change a look of your kitchen in any way and your sink, um, you're dependent on having to change your whole countertop, basically, especially with an undermount sink, right? Yes. And a lot of times people like to, right, upgrade the look if they can couple cans of paint, maybe some new chairs, um, some new accessories. I want to give my um, kitchen a sink lift. How I, I call it a sink a lift. Sink lift. I like that, Sharon. I like that. surgery, right? That's yeah. good. That's really good. So really what it is is a stainless steel sink. It's the best of both worlds. It's a stainless steel sink in the farmhouse style, so it has the large apron on the front. Mm-hmm. And it's the best of both worlds in that people love stainless for its durability, for its beauty. Um, but with Mark working on so many of these exciting uh, alternative materials, the idea is devise a way in which the consumer can actually easily, and I'm saying this is a 15-minute switch out, um, can change that apron. So you can have a stainless steel sink with a fire clay apron, which you know is hot, hot, hot. Oh, wow. We're going to be offering um, coated stainless steel um, in gold which you know is the hot uh, movement. I mean, mi- mixed, metals, have, mixed metals right now right. are fantastic. So Is everything, wow. right? Yes. Um, we're going to have a rich blue. Uh, we're going to have black stainless, again, to coordinate. What if you get a new black stainless steel kitchen, you know, refrigerator? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Now you can change out your apron to match it. This is really, really cool. I mean, sh- you know, short of ripping a backsplash at- out and putting a new one up, right. or like you said, right. you know, having to recut a-, a hole in your countertop to get a new sink. I mean, this is this is right. going to be a game changer. We think so, and nobody else is doing it. It's highly unique. It's highly innovative. It's really thinking differently about the kitchen sink. That apron front is such a piece of jewelry for the kitchen, right? Amen. Yes, it is. And we're making. Yeah, if you want a fire clay, white, clean look in the summer and in the winter, you want something warmer, maybe a gold or we're going to be introducing quartz also apron fronts. Um, literally, this is a very simple change out. It's a simple 
15-minute honeydew. And, and Sharon, let me say this. Uh, it's one. It's a, a designer's note that we tell to all of our customers and people that, that watch our shows. If you want something in your kitchen that is unique, if you want to do something where it's outside the box, right? People always ask us, well, how can I make my kitchen different? How can I do something that my friend or family member doesn't have? When you talk about the, the sink, it's that element that you're always at. You're always washing dishes. You're always right. doing something there. It's it's the one of the main elements, sometimes overlooked, but could be the coolest design piece if you do it the right way. And now with the interchangeable apron, you guys have done it. So, I mean, really, really cool. More excited about it. Uh, yeah, so am I. And, uh, and by the way, guys, for any of the design professionals listening, uh, LK is booth W428 at the show. Uh, we will definitely be stopping by because I need to see the interchangeability of this stuff. <laughs> um, so, so moving on from the stainless, we've also got a quartz sink with a, a carbon fiber apron. Do I have that right? You are absolutely correct. I mean, um, listen, man, I love race last- cars, so carbon fiber <laughs> is nothing is nothing new to me. But on a kitchen sink, I can't say as I've ever seen it before. That's badass. And- and I love race cars as well. Um, there we go. So what we're, what we're launching, and this is really, 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 really interesting, is that we're combining two amazing materials. We're combining LK's Quartz Lux and a carbon fiber apron front. Now, the carbon fiber, and I'll talk about that in a second, mm-hmm. is exposed, glossy carbon fiber. Wow. Um, so you get that um, high-performance, high-tech look. Now, the nice thing about combining it with the Quartz Lux bowl is that you get the durability of the, you know one of the hardest materials, and that's quartz. Right. You know, quartz is one of the hardest minerals behind um, you know diamond and um, corundum and topaz, and it's a molded product. And so, LK's actually expanded our whole portfolio, and we did that last year in 2016, 2017. Expanded it not only in models but also in colors, and our quartz lux material has just exploded as far as growth. Um, so what you're getting is that the sink bowl, which is where you're going to do all your work, mm-hmm. is going to be out of you know the quartz lux material, and then which is a proprietary process, but it has embedded organic fibers uh, mixed into the material, and then we also mold a fiberglass mat on the backside underneath the heavy work zone of the sink. Wow. And another nice point about uh, the lux uh, portfolio is that it's got these deep, vibrant colors. Hence, the next step, what do we want to do to make it different? You are talking about mixed materials earlier, making it different. Yep. This is a game changer as well. Sharon talked about the ability there, and now we're taking it to the next step. So Exposed carbon fiber. Okay. Um, You know, again, we're thinking race cars, (laughs) uh, but other high-performance uses as well. You know, uh, aerospace, um, medical. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, I mean, and just, um, I mean, just forget, forget about the, the high performance, maybe part of it, just because it, you know, it being the apron, it, it for, for, for this use, it's strictly aesthetic. And, and for people who aren't familiar with 
the pattern and texture of carbon fiber, it is very, very cool. I mean, when you're when you're talking modern aesthetic, this is going to be something that's going to fit really, really well. Um, you know, with those sleek, uh, harder lines, flat front cabinets, stuff like that. Um, Mark, before you get too far away from it, though, you start. You mentioned colors. Is are there specific colors that this is going to be available in, or is it going to be available in in the full line of colors? It's actually what we're going to do is we're actually going to launch two models at Cabus, and both of them will be on display in the booth. We'll have our black caviar bowl with a black exposed carbon apron, and then we'll have a ricotta white with a dark blue carbon fiber apron. Wow. Both of them look spectacular. So you're not only bringing different colors to the bowl itself, but you're going to have the different car- different color carbon fiber as well. Exactly. Oh, that's... F- you know, we have the ability, and again, those are going to be available you know, uh, shortly in 2018. The next point we're will be also is that, you know, we can do other things with it as well as far as, you know, there's other colors that are, you know, potentially down the road. So if somebody wanted a red or a green or a white, we have that uh, capability. And these are definitely targeted at the consumer who's looking at, or the person who's the early adopter of technology and design and innovation. And they want to make their kitchen different than everyone else's. I, you know, I'm, I'm uh, racking really my brain. I'm racking my brain as you're talking here, and I, I can't, I can't think of any home product I've seen at KBiz or anywhere else, for that matter, that has embraced uh, carbon fiber. I mean, maybe a few pieces of furniture here or there, but not in a, not in a, not in a functional part of the kitchen uh, or, or in the bathroom, for that matter. So this is. You guys are you guys are breaking some serious new ground for 2018, man. Congratulations, that's awesome. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. this. Is definitely uh, and same thing. You know, I don't know of any other um, use of uh, carbon fiber when it comes into the home as well. So, hey, um, hey, yeah, Mark. Definitely can, looking forward to it. Can, Mark, can you explain to our listeners just so they just you know, we don't need to get technical the basic understanding of. Of course, stainless steel has been around for so long. That's the industry standard, and we know the capabilities of it. But what are you? What are the benefits of going with a quartz? Of course, you have the di- different colors and things like that. Just the the very basic kind of one, two, yeah, three. Yep. That, so if they're looking and they're saying, "Do I want stainless steel or do I want a quartz?" Just so they can they, they have the choice. So definitely. So the advantages of quartz, you know, first is you get the color, you know, and the color. Um, can be color coordinated to a countertop backsplash or cabinets. Second thing is easy to clean. Um, nice thing about quartz is that it doesn't harbor any, doesn't absorb any stains. Um, everything sits on top of it, so it's easy to clean, and water just sheds off of it. You know, the third thing is that you know it's available in a lot of different shapes and configurations, so that you know again it matches what the consumer is looking for. If they're looking for a single bowl or a double bowl or offset. Cool. Perfect. And then the last thing we've got on our list to talk to you guys about today is the Quartz Lux single bowl with the perfect drain. So uh, I don't know who wants to take that one, but I'm I'm definitely curious to hear more about it. So LK launched a, a perfect drain um, two or three years ago on stainless steel, and it's been so successful on stainless steel, uh, we took it to the next step and added it to our uh, Quartz product line. And what perfect drain means is that now you've eliminated that separate drain area around the bottom of the sink that you know harbors that 
kind of yellowish or gray area around. Right. You know, so that, you know, usually it's a, it's, a, and, it's a two part where you've got like plumber's putty that goes in there and you see the seam and the sink sits and kind of compresses down on that. You guys have eliminated that in your stainless sinks exactly. and now you're porting that over to the courts as well. Exactly. What it does is two things. is It eliminates that gap that harbors dirt and potentially bacteria. Yep. And the other thing it does is that it actually gives you a little bit more usable workspace. And I know we get a little nerdy when it comes to talking about, you know, all those little things that an LK Kitchen sink can do. Hey, man, I'll get but nerdy nice with you. I, I, I love it. I, that's, that's what we're here for. Let's get nerdy. <laughs> and that's what we do here is that, you know, we design products that not only that we use, but also that, you know, make it easier for the consumer to use and that they think about their kitchen sink in a friendly way, thinking that, well, it's easier to clean, I can fit large utensils in there, and it's because, you know, we designed the corner radii and the sides so that they can accommodate those big, deep um, uh, bowls and everything else. So, um, but definitely a perfect drain, and all of our sinks are shipped with it. Right? All of our, anything that comes with a perfect drain includes the perfect drain. I, I just want to tell everybody, Mark, I think everybody really should go to LK.com to see the perfect drain because I was I was just looking at it, and it's so seamless. It. it and I'm one of those people too. I I do like to wash oh, this dishes. Is, this 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 product was made for my cousin <laughs> do, John. Believe I me, I do. I like to wash dishes. So to see something where none of the food particles or cook are going to get stuck, and it's seamless. And the other thing too is that don't forget that the perfect drain can also be adapted to a disposal, so that again, nice and easy, so that you know it's easy and installation is friendly, so that if they person wants to use a garbage disposal or they do not want to use it, yep. perfect drink can go each direction. That's awesome. Um, Mark, Sharon, can't thank you guys enough for all the time. Um, guys, if you're going to be at the show, again, uh, the booth is W428. We will have it in the show notes along with links to LK's website and all their socials um, so you can check them out and uh, ask some questions and do a little bit deeper dive on the product. Awesome, guys. Thanks again. Thank you, guys. guys. Take care. All right. Thank you very much. All right, guys. So we are going to be talking to Cabico now. Uh, More than 30 years of solid growth have propelled Cabico to the forefront as Canada's leading manufacturer of custom cabinetry. They have plants in Quebec and Ontario, 625 specialist craft complex, high-end projects for over 700 retailers across North America. The human touch is integral in everything they do from operations to providing an unparalleled customer experience. Cabico's unique approach is all about harnessing the latest technology while preserving the precision and agility of artisanal craftsmanship. Their proven passion for design, use of noble materials, and dedication to quality at every level have firmly established Cabico as a benchmark brand in the industry. Cabico expresses the full extent of its know-how in three product lines, including the prestigious and supremely refined Elmwood series, the ultimate in quality materials and sophistication. And today we are lucky enough to be talking to Bob Weens, who is the vice president of sales at Cabico. Bob, we got you with us, man. Yes, you do. Great to be with you. All right, man. Good to have you. Excited to talk to you. You guys uh, getting all prepped up for KBiz or what? We are. We're actually just putting the final touches on our booth and uh, wrapping it up and it'll get on the trucks uh, next week. Very cool, man. So, um, 
So what is the uh, what's the the latest and greatest for 2018? I mean, I know everybody's bringing their their new goodies to to KBiz, and we are uh, we're certainly excited to see everybody and everything. Uh, what are you guys having coming down the pipe? So we have a number of different things. So when we're talking about the brand, brand as you've uh, said in, the, in your nice intro, we have three product lines. We've got a good, better, best, uh, if you want to call it that, an Essence Unique and Elmwood series. And in each one, what we do is we've got some uh, some great relevant products coming out. What's really been uh, exciting and kind of uh, popular and trending right now, of course, is the textured melamines. And so we have uh, some new textured melamines uh, that we're getting in. Most of these products are coming from Spain and from Italy. And so we've got some great new uh, faux products, um, some great new colors, uh, great new textures. And, and that's kind of across the board in all three series, uh, albeit at, at, at different price levels. But really what's uh, the, the main thing that's really exciting for us is uh, our velvet finish, which is uh, available in the Elmwood series, which is our top of the line. And it's, it's really a proprietary finish, one that we've got from Europe. And it's, it's been on furniture for years, but really hasn't hit the cabinet industry. And this velvet finish is just amazing. Uh, it feels great. It literally has a, a velvet-like texture when you feel it. It's kind of a soft finish. Huh. But not to be confused, it's a super low sheen, like a matte finish. And uh, it's, it's scratch-resistant. And because it's flat, really flat, it doesn't leave fingerprints. Um, so it's really exciting. It looks great on, on, on natural walnut, for example, but you can do it on paints and, uh, and other colors as well. Interesting. So this is actually a coating that's over the top of whatever finish you're looking to get on, on your cabinetry. Cause this, this is not something I know much about. No, no. And so it, it's something that you should, you, you really need to come and see it and, and feel it. Um, and it's, it's basically a finishing system. So, uh, it's like your typical varnishes that you would put on the product, but it's layered up and, um, I don't know. I mean, I'll use a Canadian metaphor, but if, if you've ever felt like the, the shaft of a hockey stick, you know, it's kind of got that uh, texture to it. Sure. Uh, it's really smooth, but it has a, has a feel to it. So it's, um, it's just really interesting. Uh, and of course the, the super matte finishes are really trendy right now. The designers are loving that. Uh, yeah. yeah know, the, I, the high glosses aren't, yeah, you just, you just, you just, that's all right. You just took the words out of my mouth. I, I was going to say, Matt, you know, Matt is, is really hot. And, you know, for, I mean, from a design aesthetic, I, I absolutely love it. But from the practicality standpoint, as you touched upon, you know, with fingerprints, um, that it, it, it serves double duty. Um, and that it, it sounds really interesting. Definitely got to, got to take a stop by and, uh, and check that out. Uh, hey, Bob, this is John. I just wanted to find out, um, as well. As far as this velvet finish goes, is this something you guys are doing in-house or does it come already like that from, from Spain or over yeah. in yeah, thanks. in Europe? Good question. So it's actually something that's proprietary that we do in-house. So we do that in our spray booths. Our guys have been trained on that. Um, it, it's, a, it's a finish that came from a company overseas uh, in, in actually out of the UK. And so uh, we had uh, a number of our guys in the lab and in the booth get trained up on that. And so we're applying it ourselves, which gives us a lot of control so we can actually uh, do some of the different colors. And because one of the things we're obviously, um, you know, known for is the finishes that we've done. We've been doing it for a long time and the custom finishes are really important to us uh, being able to do different colors. So having that control of actually doing it in-house uh, gives us uh, a lot of flexibility and control. And also that way we can do all of the different, you know, goodies that go with the kitchen, the moldings, the crown moldings, those, the light balances, all that stuff. So um, it's important to have, have the, the ability to do it ourselves. Um, and it's just a really neat finish. It's very durable. Um, and it's, you know, we've, we've already, we put our toe in the water this year. We, we actually put it out to some of our, our dealers 
and uh, it's been a home run. People have been loving it. So are people, do, do you see, I guess, um, talking with your dealers and, and getting feedback from the end consumer, are you seeing people wanting this done to colors or to wood or a combination of both? We know, of course, you know you have a lot of people trending where they want the island done in a, in a different material than the back cabinets. Where do you see 2018 really going for you guys and what the consumer's are telling everyone that that you kind of want. Yeah, so so far, uh, specifically to the velvet finish, um, you know, it's been mostly on woods, on walnut especially. Yep. Um, but we're also doing it on some textured um, white oaks. So we really think um, what we're seeing, um, you know, one of the other things that we want to feature is some of the white oaks, the rift-cut white oaks. Hmm. Um, you know, oak was a thing of the past. Everybody remembers the red oak. And sure. The oaks the uh, which is, yeah, the, yeah, the 90s. I was just going to say, that's like that. That's like the 90s kitchen that, that, that you see everywhere. Yep. Yeah. But but what's changing now and with the designers, are, you know, using a ceruse finish or, or some kind of white, you know, within the grain on a rift-cut white oak or something like that is, is really becoming popular. So these velvet finishes are still in combinations with wood and paint. So, you know, a lot of people still have that tuxedo look in the kitchen where they're doing some, some wood maybe on the island, uh, maybe on the hood cabinet and so on. And then the rest is kind of a, a pink color, typically in the whites, um, whites and grays. We're seeing a lot of blues, um, the blue color coming out in, in kitchens. People are doing uh, more, more and more of that. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely, definitely well, a new feature. Well, that that white and walnut is is timeless. You know, that's that's one of my that's one of my all time favorites. And uh, it, you know, it's to have that nice, durable kind of matte finish to it is. Uh, I mean, it just enhances the look from the, from the sounds of it. That's that's really great. Um, super super cool. So, what else are what else are we showing? How many how many different door styles do you guys have? Collectively, we have hundreds, if not in, even into the thousands. When you take the combinations of of the different door styles and all the different rails, but. Um, we're going to be featuring probably about 65 different uh, doors at the booth. We have what's called an innovation center. Our, our booth's uh, 50 by 50, so it's a good size booth. And uh, we're going to have a walkthrough. We've, we've got about 30 uh, screens where people can take a look, and we have some rolling videos there that will show constructions and marketing videos and so on. And then, of course, actually hard displays with, with cabinetry for people to you know, touch, feel, and, and get in, into get inside and see what the construction looks like. Very cool. So there's a lot um, of different door styles. Yeah, and Bob, wh- while we're talking about booth, why don't you give everybody the booth number, and then I'll uh, and guys who are listening, we'll make sure it's in the show notes as well, so you can reference it. Yeah, so we're on what's uh, called the Builders Highway, and uh, it's in South Hall. We're in the South Hall, not in the West Hall, yep. and right by the NKBA booth as well, and it's thirty eight fifteen. Okay, so it's South Hall booth thirty eight fifteen, and you were just starting to talk about construction, so I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about back box construction and and soft soft close hardware and the like. Um, you know, maybe you could just talk a little bit about uh, about some of your um, some of your variations there as well. Yeah, so the features we're going to be showing at the booth are some of the new interiors, but we um, the Elmwood series is uh, three quarter inch construction, so the whole box is three quarter, including the back. Um, and then our other two series are five eighths with three quarter inch shelves and solid backs. And we do um, face frame, overlay frame, inset, and also frameless, which is you know getting more and more popular. Sure. So you know the frameless cabinetry is really uh, going to be a feature at the booth. We'll be showing all three constructions there. And you know what's becoming popular also is different color interiors, kind of a European influence. But yeah. you know everybody's been doing plywood, and we've been doing an awful lot of plywood interiors with the dovetail drawers. But mm-hmm. now people are starting to go some different colors with the interiors as well. Uh, and you're seeing that on some of the the, uh, the European lines that are coming over, um, and and I think that contemporary aspect you see on on house Pinterest and all the other good stuff, um, you know, and then different television shows and everything else. So I think that European contemporary styling is not going away. 
No, not at all. In fact, we find it's becoming more, more and more popular. But, uh, you know, having soft features, not just a hard contemporary, but having soft features to go with it with some nice wood textures is, is really, the I think, the, what designers are, are leaning towards. And, and we're seeing that come hey, through Bob, the plant, what we see going through the plant every day. Let me ask you this, because a, a lot of our listeners, they ask us, when it comes to back boxes, of course, you know, talking about the... the three-quarter wood or if it's a solid wood or if it is a melamine and different and i know you guys have three different lines what would you suggest i guess what advice to everyone listening if they're looking let's say of course everyone talks about budgets right i mean that that is that is one of the biggest things we know the kitchen is the most expensive place where you're going to spend all your money if you don't want to go so crazy on the back boxes and you want to save some money and you really want to maybe spend a little more on your doors. Can you give some suggestions to our listeners so they know what to look for and they can ask when they're actually going to pick out cabinets? Yeah, great question again. You know, one of the things that we, we've we been trying to be on the forefront, and I think NKBA and, and KCMA and the different associations in our industries are, are, are doing a good job but it's the education to our, our dealers, designers, and then, of course, to the clients. Of course. Uh, and that's to not be afraid of the engineered woods. Um, the engineered components, using the melamine box, is not something to be afraid of. The engineered materials that we use today are not what they used you know, 20 years ago. So you don't have to worry about this particle board that's going to explode on your yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's, uh, Wait, we have been there. But I, but I just want to say, but Bob, we, we've demoed quite a few kitchens. And, I know. And we've done that. We've taken a couple sledgehammers and that's exactly what happens. It is it is just an explosion all over the place. <laughs> You're, you are right yeah. with that. And, and that's, that's unfortunately what stuck with us and that's kind of the perception and the market but but truly the engineered materials are as far as tolerances as far as stability staying straight and so on that we're using today um are fantastic and and you know like you said to your point the cosmetic or the aesthetic look of the kitchen is all in the doors it's all in the colors it's all in what you see the face of it you want to have great construction you want to have good hardware like functioning hardware don't get me wrong but of course but if you want to save some money you know making a box and and buying a product that has a you know five eighths melamine box uh, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you're going to have something that's going to last. And especially now because we put such great drawer boxes in there. You know, some of the different drawers that you can have now that are the all metal encapsulated uh, drawer slides that are soft closed uh, are lifetime warranty. They're going to they're, they're going to be fantastic products. So, you know, I think a lot of the manufacturers have realized that and they can add a value uh, by making the boxes very stable, but not maybe using the, the, the materials that we've been traditionally used to in North America. And focusing on the fronts, and that's really what you know people see. That's what you know when you come into a kitchen, you're looking at the countertops, the floors, you know, the walls and backsplashes. But of course, the focal point is going to be what's on those doors. And so, you know, we want to make sure that we we, we put the most effort to that. Yeah, it's it's that's a really great point. And you know, n- explaining to people that the melamines have gotten so much better as technology has progressed, I think, is is an important thing because, it, it, well. Not, not the least of which, too, I think is important to mention is that, you know, soft close hardware has really become the new standard. And, and with it being a standard, you're taking a lot less of a toll on those back boxes because everything is, is closing very softly. Um, so b- the combination of having soft close and having, you know, the latest of technologies as we produce these materials that were once pretty bad and now really stable, um, c- you know, combines for an overall savings for the customers. And-, and and the other thing that should be mentioned is that the engineered products are actually the best choice as far as environmental concerns. I mean, the, the products that we're using now are, are, are better for the environment and, and, you know, the way they're manufactured with, 
with you know water soluble resins and so on. I mean that's that's really the way to go, and, and we want to keep educating people on that. We're not using as much wood. We're 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 being, we're being smarter. We're being more you know stewardly with the materials. Um, those are important uh, things to talk about. Um, not just the design, not just the colors and everything else, which is great, but but it's it is good to know that that's that's going into the, the thoughts process when we're manufacturing. Hey Bob, which which series? Just so everyone knows, which is there a main series that people should look if they are looking up your company? I just want them to maybe that they can look at one where they can find those melamine boxes, and when they're talking to some of the kitchen vendors, you know, just so so they know. Yeah. So we, we offer that in all three of our series. Okay, so it's in all so three of your they, series. When they go okay. to the Cabaco website, uh, if they want to look at our products at the booth, when they come to Cavis, they'll be able to see it. But, uh, you know, it's it's kind of in the, in the value proposition we have. We have a melamine box, and you can go to the plywood box. You know, we certainly want to make sure people are comfortable with what they're buying. And, and some people are traditionalists, and they're going to want the plywood, and that's great. But as you said, uh, as we started this conversation, you know, an important thing is the budget. It's always yep. it's always a concern, and it's always something that we have to be mindful of. So. If, if there's a way to, to make my cabinet and my kitchen look great and fantastic and maybe save a few dollars on the back end, um, you know, you're not compromising quality or, or longevity so it's by really going to an engineered box. Great. You know, that's, so, that's message, I, I guess. so I guess for, for everybody out there, I guess when you start stepping up and you have your, your, your tiers, you have your, your high, middle, and low, I guess it really probably comes down to the actual finishes and the, in the selection of, of, of the faces on the cabinets. That's correct. Yep, yeah, 100% it. Okay. correct. Perfect. Very, very cool. So again, uh, Cabico is at booth S3815. We've got their website and all their socials that are going to be listed in the show notes for this episode. Uh, Bob, can't thank you enough for your time. Look forward to uh, meeting you and hanging out with you at the show. Uh, Thanks for having us on and uh, sharing with us. And, and guys, appreciate what you guys do. Hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. And the show is only uh, a few weeks away. I know, so can't believe it. to see everybody. Everybody's welcome to come see us. That's the truth. Thank All you. right, man. Thanks again. And, uh, and we'll see you at KBiz. Next up, we've got the Natural Stone Institute. So the Natural Stone Institute serves more than 1,900 members in over 55 countries who represent every aspect of the natural stone industry. They offer a wide array of technical training resources, professional development, regulatory advocacy, and networking events. Two prominent publications, the Dimension Stone Design Manual and Building Stone Magazine, raise awareness in both the industry and the design communities for the promotion and the best use of natural stone. And today we've got Jim Heeb, the CEO of the Natural Stone Institute, to talk more about their new campaign, which is usenaturalstone.com. Jim, do we have you with us, bud? Yeah, it's great to be with you. Awesome, man. Great to talk to you. How we doing, Jim? This is John. How we doing, sir? John, great to great to talk to you as well. Thanks yes. for having us and thanks for uh, helping us advocate the use of natural stone. Absolutely, man. And you know, listen, we, we always tell everybody, KBiz is our Super Bowl. We're super excited about it. Um, you know, the NKBA puts on an awesome show down there. And, um, you know, we wanted to get out to our listeners, uh, a bunch of NKBA members uh, who are going to be down at the show, who are going to be, uh, you know, presenting uh, interesting products and, and interesting materials. And, you know, I think if, if there's one question that is unavoidable in our line of work, it's what countertop do I use? So, yes. <laughs> you know, we're really excited to have you on here because there are a lot of myths that go along uh, uh, along with natural stone use, especially with the rise of, of the engineered products. Um, so why don't you 
paint us a little picture about this usenaturalstone.com campaign, um, and then we'll, we can ask some questions and, and just uh, BS a little bit. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that whether you're a design professional attending KBiz or you're a consumer trying to be um, guided and educated about the, what product to use, so we banded together with associations from around the world, companies from around the world, to have one repository, one website that people can go to to get authoritative, informed decisions and, and really design ideas about natural stone. So we created usenaturalstone.com. And on that website are you know, well over 80 articles about natural stone, whether it's interior use, exterior use. There's you know, how to find a qualified contractor. We address the myths up front. We talk about cost. We talk about all of the buying decisions that a, a kitchen and bath dealer attending KBiz, you know, they're great influencers. Right. And we want to give them the right information to influence and guide their, their clients and customers on the use of natural stone. That's really great, you know, and it's it's interesting as you're talking, I'm listening and it's like, I, I, I wish more industries had uh, information like this out there because, you know, you go to a manufacturer's website and they're touting their product, but you they don't necessarily always give you the benefits of the category as a whole. So to have somewhere for people to go, especially when you're talking about countertops, they get so much use. People are so afraid of durability, cleanliness, maintenance, upkeep, all these different things, and not the least of which design decisions as well. So it's um, it's really great to have a resource like this out there. Well, and, and, and one will naturally gravitate to you know, trust and the relationship you build with your, you know, kitchen and bath dealer, with your influencer, and knowing that you can find information that kind of just lays it all out there. You know, we don't hide away from the myth. We head it head on and we've written articles about it and help guide people through. But just like the work that you do with all of your co- contractors and subcontractors and all the folks you have on your show, setting proper expectations and developing relationship with your contractor is so key. Amen. All right, Jim, let me, uh, now, you know, looking at your bio, seeing how far reaching, I mean, you guys have over 1900 members in 55 countries. There's there, you guys are everywhere. And we have been to some stone quarries ourselves, and it's unbelievable to, to see the product. So really what I want to ask you, and when we go to home show, shows, we're traveling around, we really want to know what are the most common myths surrounding its use you know it is it the uh, having the bacteria growing under the porosity of it um color uh, heat going on top of it really what can you tell our listeners so they truly understand why they should go with a natural stone absolutely well and first let me address don't worry about the bacteria because we've done work with a number of of the proper institutes around cleanliness and safety and you don't need to worry about bacteria. But when, you're, when anyone's thinking about natural stone, there's probably four myths that are out there. Number one, is it gonna, it's going to stain easily. Is it going to stain easily? Number two, is it expensive? Number three, you know, is it delicate? Does it require a lot of maintenance, which you've touched on a little bit? And the fourth one, which is, is it going to go out of style? And you know, this goes back to the relationship you have with your contractor, first of all. You know, is it going to stain easily? That is one of the statements that competing products or manufacturers are going to say, well, you know, you don't want natural stone because it's going to stain easily. And immediately what happens 
to that homeowner, they go, oh, I don't want to worry. Absolutely. I I don't want to have to worry about that. And, you know, and that's where you can't just take those statements at face value. You do need to do your research and you need to know your product. You know, there are, you know, the matter of sealing. Do I need to seal my counter? That's what I was just going to The gonna, reality I, yeah. is. That's, what, that's, the yeah. one, that's the one big question that I was going to ask you because you do get a lot of mixed information. And I think it depends on the fabricator or the vendor where you're buying it from. They, you don't get exactly how often does it change with the type of material that you're buying from them. So if you could focus on that, I think a lot of our that's listeners absolutely. really want to well, and it's, you know, the reality is there are many products used for countertops that do not require sealing at all. Okay. I mean, they, they are so dense. The material itself, it doesn't need to be sealed. I have, I have a granite countertop that has never been sealed. But there are some stones that, you know, that, that sealing of the stone gives it a little bit of extra mm-hmm. so that you, it minimizes the threat of staining. And what many fabricators have done, and this is an important message to share with your audience, is we, we all feel good about peace of mind. Sure. And so for many fabricators, they will seal everything leaving their facility just to give that homeowner a little extra peace of mind. And this is where sitting down with your fabricator and saying, okay, does it need to be sealed? If it is going to be sealed, tell me about the sealer that you've used, yep. because some sealers Maybe it needs to be reapplied in one year, some five years, some 20 years, some never at all. So it's all about don't get caught up in the, oh my gosh, I have to seal it. Get caught up in being an informed buyer and knowing what your fabricators recommend. Well, you know, and it's but interesting. Again, um, mind. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, a lot of the things you're talking about, are, I can remember saying, you know, at least once or twice, you know, regurgitating information from another source saying, or or being afraid to spec something for a design client because I don't want it to come back on me that it's going to stain or something like that. Um, so it's it's really great to have a resource like this to really dispel um, a lot of the hearsay that's out. Well, and I want to say this, Jim, to any fabricators that are listening to our our podcast. Please sign up to, to their institute and get this information because just like Anthony said, we've been given, I think sometimes you are given some bad information, but coming from a place that is a great source that is giving you accurate information. Well, I mean, and I think, you know, John, to your point, you as the fabricator guys, it's, it's your responsibility to give people the right information because like... A client coming to me asking for what cabinets are going to look best or what backsplash is going to look best, you know, going to a, a, a cabinet manufacturer and saying, well, what's the best quality build I can get for my money? What's a good back box? What's a, you know, I think it's just as inherently important that the fabricators are doing their job and allowing the customer to make the decision based on accurate information, not just saying, you know, this is what I've been told. No, go out and get the right information and make sure that we're, and, we're accurate. And Jim, I'm sure... Well, and, some, and something I'd like to say when I close, but I think it's a good segue to say it now, sure. is everything on usenaturalstone.com is open source and free. Great. Even though we're a membership organization and we require on membership dues, no different than NKBA does for the kitchen and bath industry, is we've made all this information open source and that includes all the industry standards. 
So if somebody's looking for, you know, what's, what's, what's the ideal overhang on a countertop or what about the joints and how the joints should be done, all of those industry standards are open source. You can find links to them at usenaturalstone.com as well as our association. Um, and, and Jim, just let me talk directly to our listeners for a second because, you know, the indus- industry institutes or associations may may not be something that everyone understands. So as Jim was referencing the NKBA, the National Kitchen and Bath Association that we're doing these these uh, KBiz prep episodes with, Natural Stone Institute, these guys charge industry members. So the NKBA charges somebody like John, somebody like myself, a design professional, to pass a test, to be part of their organization, so that those four letters represent something. They represent a level of knowledge. The same goes for the Nat- Natural Stone Institute, where, you know, whether it be a fabricator or a or a manufacturer of stone that that's signing up, you know, being a member holds an inherent benefit. But what what both of these organizations do really well is they give information out for free to you, the homeowner, to you, the end user, because they want you guys to be able to make informed decisions, so that when you see the the three letter representation or the full name of that association next to somebody you're considering working with, you're understanding the value you're getting for their knowledge. Yeah, so I just I, want to make that make I, that clear so, no, so people yeah, understand it. Absolutely. And so when you think about associations, whether it be NKBA or ASID for the interior design community or the Natural Stone Institute, what is it? It's a group of people or companies who voluntarily come together to solve common problems, meet common needs, and accomplish common goals. And so when it comes to education, whether it's standards or just the plethora of articles and 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 guides that we give to the influencers and the homeowners. That's what associations are all about. So I, I'm really thankful that you took the opportunity to kind of explain that. Yeah, for sure. And, and Jim, let me ask you this, because of course, budget is everything, right? I mean, when you're when you're building out bathrooms, kitchens, outdoor projects, whatever you're using your stone for, could you talk about a little bit about the expense is natural stone Absolutely. less expensive, more expensive? And, and this and this is where we try to educate people as well, because I'm sure it can run the gambit, uh, depending on kind of what you pick. That's right. And, and you know, and that's one of the myths that natural stone is so expensive. And you asked me, is it, ex- is it more expensive, less expensive? And the answer is yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly because right. there exactly. are natural stone products to meet any family budget. And, you know, it's, it's crazy to think about innovation in our industry. You know, we have fabricator and installing members that are putting natural stone into uh, modular homes trailer homes, mm-hmm. all the way up to the million-dollar man- mansion. So, you know, it really boils down to, you know, what are you looking for in your design? What's the appearance that you're looking for? What is the application? What are you hoping to accomplish? And there's going to be a natural stone to fit any budget. So don't get caught up in the myth that it's too expensive. If you work with your distributor, work with your fabricator, and you have a color palette and you have a look that you're looking for, whether it's a consistent look or a veined look, um, or, a, you know, there's lots of wow looks out there. Yeah. Talk to them about your budget and, and don't just naturally assume you can't use natural stone. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, the, the easiest way to, for everybody to think about this is what Jim just said holds true for basically every product in the home. I can find a ridiculously expensive couch, and I can find an economical couch, both in the aesthetic I want. 
I can do that for backsplash tile. I can do that for kitchen cabinets. I can do that for a sink. I can do that for a faucet. I mean, there is, you know, there is a price point, a value, and an aesthetic that runs the the entire gamut of of the industry for each and every product. So to take at face value that stone, natural stone is just expensive. Everything, I think everything is relative, and and you know you've really got to you've got to do your research like you would with any other product. And I think a, a point for everyone also is sometimes people will gravitate to a more inferior product because they think they're getting like I can't afford stone, so I'm going to go with something that that isn't um, that that doesn't look as nice or doesn't have all all the capabilities that a stone has. But just like you said, Jim, go to a fabricator, sit down with them, and get the knowledge because you'll find something in your price point, and you're probably going to be shocked saying, wow, yeah. I never thought yeah. that I could afford that inside my house. Yeah, and I do that with a lot of my clients. Um, I, there's, a, there's a great uh, slab showroom um, here in New Jersey, and I, when, it, when it comes time, we always hop in the car together. And we drive out there, and we walk the the twenty thousand square foot warehouse, um, you know. And it's pretty cool because they've got these great automated cranes that are r- rolling around up on tracks, and they'll move slabs for you. And you know, I think it's a really it's a really tactile experience, and I think it's one that's important for for people to do. And um, when you see the variety. And when you see the the variation in price, you know, I, rem- <laughs> I remember. Uh, a family doing, you know, tapping on a slab, and we look, we got up close and saw the per square foot price, and um, and my friend almost passed out, um, and then <laughs> and then we went to another one that she fell in love with even more, and was so pleasantly surprised price. by the price great. that great. it was it was actually more economical than anything else she was looking at, and it was the one. Perfect. So it was, you know, it's it's just you got to go and do that research, got to put the time in, the legwork. Well, and if you've taken if you've taken some of your clients into showrooms, there's multiple product lines in any showroom, but there's something about natural stone that gravitates. There's a passion behind it. People want to touch it. They want to feel it. They want to. They want to. They want to dream about this being in their home. And because there are so many price points out there, and that natural stone can fit any budget. It's a dream that people can, they can live it. They can actually have it happen to them. Yeah. But I liken it to, you're looking at all the slabs and you just see people want to touch it. They well, want look, to feel yeah, it. And yeah. that's the love affair. Yeah, Jim, I, you know, I'm somebody who spends a lot of time outside. I do a lot of hiking. I yep. do a lot of motorcycle riding. And as someone who does a lot of that in their free time, nobody's going to convince me that anybody is a better designer than mother nature. Well, there's, there's certainly, I mean, people want, people want genuine period. Mm -hmm. They want genuine relationships. They want, they want, you know, not only, not, not only in your, in your family relationships, you want them to be genuine in your business relationships. You want them to be genuine. And there's certainly a draw to genuine products, which you have certainly articulated with uh, Mother Nature and love of nature. (laughs) Absolutely, man. Um, Adrian, let me ask you this. I mean, I know that natural stone is eco-friendly. We know that it is sustainable. Um, Can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. So, you know, like any good industry, you know, we've done a series of life cycle analysis, really, you know, not just to not just to put the mar- marketing fluff on it being eco-friendly. You know, we've done the research, we've got the data, you know, we've done the life cycles, and 
when you're doing an apples-to-apples comparison, particularly on price, I mean, nothing can beat the life cycle of natural stone. But also, for those that truly understand the green movement, for truly understand what being eco-friendly is all about, it's not just about the product. It's about the practices that the fabricators and the installers go through. And that's why, you know, there's so much emphasis on on care of the employees in our industry, so much emphasis on recycling water because water is used in the cutting of natural stone. And so you have to take that into account. You walk, you know, not at KBiz, but you go to a natural stone trade show and you're going to see all the innovation of equipment, you know, and what's that all trying to do? It's all trying to, you know, maintain that, that we as an industry are using best practices in the cutting of the stone, in the, in the moving of the stone and everything. So it's not just the material, but it's the business practices. And if you have a chance, and for our fabricators that are listening, they know this firsthand, but for any influencer, anyone in the kitchen and bath industry, you go into your fabricator, you see it happening. You maybe just don't think about it, that, hey, they're being sustainable. Just look at their water recycling practices, look at the flow of the how the stone goes through the fabricator's uh, facility from opening door to out the door. And, I mean, that's a huge push for the industry. And clearly, safety of our employees is also a part of that. And, you know, we spend a lot of time educating and getting the word out there about a safe working environment, which does tie back into your eco-friendly statement. Yeah, and you know, listen. You know, everybody wants to be more conscious of the environment, uh, especially today. So that is all really, uh, really great information as well. Um, Jim, as we're wrapping up here, um, can you let everybody know your booth number? And and before you do that, guys, I will be putting the booth number in the show notes along with um, along with all the the website information and social media handles, so you can connect with these guys and, and really do uh, do your deep dive on. Um, on your countertop research. Yep, we're going to be at S4388. That's S4388. And we've got quite an experience in store for everybody that stops by our booth. Yeah, so we're going to give everyone a 360 experience. They're going to get a chance to put on the 360 glasses and see a quarry and see where the stone comes from. Get ready, buddy, because we won't be there. Video. And, and not only are we doing not only are we doing the 360 experience, oh, awesome. but on a couple days we're going to also have a coffee experience, and so you're going to have a chance uh, to look at a menu and pick four coffees, and we're using it as an opportunity to compare coffee with natural stone. And something that everyone will want to know: if you come to the booth and take advantage of the coffee experience and the 360 experience, we are going to be giving one trip to Brazil. In June, I knew it. I knew you were going to say. I had a, a feeling you were going to do go this. to a stone show. Wow! And not only do they get to go Love see it. a stone show, but we're going to have guided tours of several quarries. Wow! We're going to host them at the host hotel. And man, if you're a, if you're a kitchen and bath dealer attending KBiz, get to see a get to see a quarry through the 360 experience, and and fill out the paperwork while you're having a cup of coffee and talking about natural stone because, man, we're excited to announce somebody gets to go to Brazil with Jim, that's a hell of a bomb to drop at the end know, of this I episode. Knew, I knew. I was that's like, he's awesome. Got, I, that's unbelievable. Let me tell you, Jim, we, we have been to Stone Quarries. We were over in Spain, and we were at one there, and you are absolutely right. If 
you ever get a chance to do a trip and go to one, you go. I absolutely have to do a shout out to some of our friends in Brazil. As I mentioned earlier in the in the program, you know, we we work a lot with other stone associations from the around, around the world, and our friends from Central Rochas, um, who are a lot of the you know outstanding leading quarriers and exporters in Brazil, partnered with us to make this happen. So I, I just couldn't be more proud to say to you guys. Get the word out there that we're going to take somebody to Brazil. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Jim, thanks so much for your time. We will both definitely be by the booth uh, at KBiz. Maybe we and, win. Uh, Maybe we win that, 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 that prize. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and, we, and we look forward to meeting you when we're there, man. Looking forward to seeing everybody in Orlando for KBiz. Thanks again. Thanks so much Thank for the time. You, Bye-bye. Hey guys, real quick before you go, we just want to say thanks for listening to the show this week. And if you have a second, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. And share the show with your friends so we can keep growing this great community. Remember to check out homewiththecousins.com to read our show notes from this episode, see past episodes, download our free renovation document package, or just to send us a note. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Carino Anthony and at Culinary John. Our show is produced and edited by yours truly, with original music intro and outro created by Steve and Joseph Padula. I'm Anthony Carino, and thanks for listening.